0: Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we try to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. And today we're having two. And today... I'm Jeff, played by Rick, Rick. (laughs) and I am with the man with the frozen turbo.
1: Yes, the very cold turbo. My Zamora, yes. Very happy. You're very happy. The problem was I had the Canadian following me this morning, and he kept riding my blind spot, and I'd speed up, and then he'd catch up and ride my blind spot again, and I just got... And then he tried to block (laughs) me in, and I got sick of it, so I I just gunned it. But I I hit the gas and and passed him, and then I looked up, and I was going 100 plus and realized that it's really cold outside and quickly, quickly took my foot off the gas. But no need, no need for that. No. you know, he was being an asshole and at that point he gave up. Like, I looked in my mirror and he'd never even tried to come back (laughs) up again. But he had done it literally since Blaine all the way until after the bridge in Ferndale.
0: often surprised at how
1: much, like, douchebaggery and
0: that kind of, like, dick measuring actually happens out on the freeway right. it's so insane yeah. how much that happens even when I back when I had my like big muscle card mm-hmm. when I was in high school mm-hmm. you know I had the, the LTD with the 429 in it and the you know, uh, what, what did my other car have? It? And I had, like, a 412. I mean, they, they were fast cars. They mm-hmm. went very fast, right. and they sucked the gas, but they were very fast. Every time I got next to, a, like, a fancy muscle car or an IROC, because right. it was 1980, yada, yada, yeah, uh,
1: they would, they would like, rrr, rrr, and they would oh, do all those. Yeah. They're really yeah. I you know, no, I wouldn't call it dick measuring, though. It's just people who want to have fun. They recognize that maybe you've got a little bit of a sports car, and they think you're out there. Not everyone is, right? Not everybody is. Well, you can, think,
0: you can often tell by the look on their face, because you will see the guy like, eh, eh, eh. you know, he gives you the the eyebrows and the,
1: the kind of crooked smile, the smirk, as it were. And then you have the asshole who are just like,
0: no. Eh. Yeah.
1: Well, and you know, I don't mind. It's just that the guy who was, you know, granted, the guy had a sixty thousand dollar SUV.
0: You know, but, but he he
1: seen a lot money to spend <laughs> on a fucking car. <laughs> it's Jesus a really Christ. really nice, you know, uh, SUV, but. Uh, Still, all, all the same, there's no way he was really going to catch up. I didn't want to play with him because he was not in my league. <laughs> it, some mornings, if it had been anybody else, I'd been fine. Okay, let's play. But this guy's just all you're really doing is pissing me off. I'm trying to, for once, obey the traffic. No, not for once. But, you know, I just trying to. It's not Friday. Friday is my not play it cool day. It's Tuesday. It's my play it cool day. So I was trying to play it cool. Yeah, you didn't. And I did. You failed. I you failed a bit
0: you're yeah. gonna have to change it to like
1: tomorrow as you now your player cool guy. Right, exactly. Until you get to Friday. Until I get to Friday, and then we can have fun again. <laughs> I mean really I don't mind that situation on the freeway. And you can see the guys were enthusiasts, right? Like you said, the muscle car or something along those lines, and if I'm in the mood, sure, that's fine, let's mm-hmm. have it, let's have it. Yeah. But uh, you know, this guy had no call. I mean, you know, sure he's got a fancy SUV, but fucking forget about it, man. I know. I got a story for you about exactly
0: that. Yes, um, it's essentially uh, the guy being a dick on the freeway. Well, it, it was—it wasn't in my car. Um, mm-hmm. Me and uh, Jim mm-hmm. and his brother were all at the town pump down in uh, Mount Vernon, right. Mount Vernon, Washington. Town pump is an, is a bar, a, a pub. I would call it a bar or tavern. Right. That used to be there for mm-hmm. god years, years and years and years and years. Um, but before, like back in the day, in the seventies or uh, 60s, it was a gas station, that's why it's called the Town Pump. perfect. Um, and it was, a great, it was a great dive bar. I love dive bars. This is one of the reasons I love dive bars, is exactly that. Um, and this is, of course, like 1990 something before hipsters really thought bars were dive bars. Dive bars are cool, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, I brought money for more. We won't talk about that, you we'll just have to take it back, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh we, we leave the town pump and mm-hmm. I get into my car and I know I've been okay I'm okay to drive okay, okay, um, okay, okay. Jim not so okay. okay and Jim at the time had a car similar to mine mm-hmm. okay. oh hi <laughs> this is cool just we're recording, <laughs> recording. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, interrupt. no, no, no that's fine <laughs> that's part of the ambiance of recording of, in of public yeah, yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: But uh, anyway, we both had very small cars. I had like a Ford Escort and he had something similar. And uh, you know how big Jim is. He's six foot four, tall, dark, and handsome. It could be potentially and
1: scary to police officers. That's, that's another story.
0: That, that's another story, actually. And his brother, who is like, I don't know, five, six. Uh huh. And about that laying down as well. So, I mean, he, was, he, he, no, he wasn't quite fat. He was just stocky at the time. And uh, um, he was like, Jim, you're too drunk to drive. Let me drive. Because he doesn't drink. He stopped uh-huh. drinking in the Navy. He got kicked out of the Navy for drinking. That's another story entirely. Um, he's the one that called the uh, cop with a bitch with a bad haircut. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, uh, we take off. And... I'm take. I take off before them because he has to argue with Jim a little bit and get Jim in the car, uh-huh. and uh, they take off and they're right behind me. And suddenly, I see them pass me, uh-huh. and then I see another car pass me. And that car I can see is messing around with them, going back and forth around them, yeah. you know, passing them and then letting them pass and then passing them, doing this oh, kind yeah. of shit. And uh-huh. I guess he's flipping them all kinds of. Uh, what not Angry and, driving yeah. yeah angry driving yes. This guy was obviously Angry about something mm-hmm. And uh, he then Got behind them mm-hmm. And we all got off At Highway 20 there Yeah Because uh, we lived In Burlington at the time We got off At Highway 20 um, And I see As I get off I see Jim Pull into uh, Oh no I had passed him both, mm-hmm. And I just went home It wasn't until Probably a half hour later I mean they were Right behind me far uh-huh. later, they finally got in and Jim's brother's like, oh my god, oh my god, what did you do? Oh my god. Apparently, here's the story, it wasn't until later that the police came and arrested Jim. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> uh, here's what happened that I remember. Uh, I'm sure Jim would tell a different story and even his brother probably another one. We've all seen Rashomon. That's how it was, <laughs> <works>, right? <laughs> but uh, uh, I will make it entertaining, at least. Uh, essentially, what happened was the guy followed them off that exit, uh-huh. and then uh, somehow I don't remember if he fu- he passed them again and then pulled into uh, there was a bar right next to the Kikusa Motel. Right. They pu- he pulled into that, and Jim and his brother pulled in. Jim. Jim doesn't really have an anger problem but his brother does really? and, you know Jim Jim is a Jim's I mean, a mellow he, guy he shouldn't get drunk and he knows that he knows that already and he's fine around us but don't get him angry that kind of thing he's basically the whole I don't know that I've um, ever seen
1: him even have a drink to be honest with you oh yeah
0: you've seen him have a drink he's had a drink at my parties but he has, has maybe two beers yeah, and then, the entire time and they're usually the 16 ounce like Bud Lights I've made him keep his beer outside before <laughs> just because I was a dick
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and uh, it was just his birthday, by the way, on the twenty seventh. So. It was.
1: We called him and said, "Happy birthday." We, uh, yeah, I called
0: him on his birthday, and then yeah, you called him on his
1: birthday. We called him the day after. Yeah, day. And,
0: and that was kind of cool. Um, but uh, Jim, Jim, he, he pulls in behind the guy, and the guy gets out of the car, like, "What? What?" You know, starts the you know chest pounding and the ridiculousness that uh, this must be early twenties. Um, yeah, this is this is in the '90s. This is no, this is late '90s. So we're in our mid 20s, give or take. He's
1: still, still filling. So this is the mid '90s. Yeah, this is. Uh,
0: but that, not Jim didn't get out of the car and do that. Yeah. This other guy did. Yeah, and this other guy's about his like brother's height, like five six, five seven, maybe. And uh, the, his brother gets out of the car and starts going, "What, what?" You know, into the guy, and they're doing that whole thing. And then Jim, six foot four, gets out of the. Uh, <laughs> the geo or whatever the hell he had, <laughs> and just towers. And I guess the guy's face went. <clears throat> that was enough. And Jim started screaming at him, mm-hmm. and the guy ran. And Jim grabbed him, but just grabbed his coat. And he got out of his coat, and Jim threw his coat down. And the guy dashed to his car and got in his car. Well, Jim picked up a piece of, uh, you know, those little uh, barriers, the tiny, the short little barriers that yeah. denote like parking spots. Curb bump, yeah. Curb yeah. bump, yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, one of those was broken nearby. Jim grabbed a huge piece Picked it up and threw it through the guy's windshield And then oh, yeah. decided to beat the shit out of his car Physically I guess he broke both legs Just with his feet and his hands
1: And dented know, his hood I didn't know Jim had this violence Oh stuff. yeah, he's, he
0: can be violent He can be very violent He's, he's a wonderful man And one of the Peaceful giant really is what he is and, and But that day after how many drinks How many pitchers of beer He decided to go a little apey on this guy maybe he was a little frustrated about whatever but mm-hmm. um, after that uh, the guy was like, I'm calling the police I'm calling the police and, and they got back in the car and came home which was about three blocks away right. they got home well
1: a too much later before the knock on the door I'm yeah, about, about an hour
0: right after the incident, the police are knocking on the door and there's James Thompson and yeah. uh, blah, 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 blah. So. Did they take him away in cuffs? Uh, I don't remember if they did or not yeah? yeah
1: hmm. Interesting. See, yeah, then, again, maybe boom.
0: he turned himself in. He might yeah, have after yeah. he realized what the hell he did and yeah. he went, oh, I'm a little embarrassed. But That's yeah, funny. He's, I, didn't, I didn't
1: know Jim had a violent streak at all. You know? oh, he does, but sense. really, it's really subdued. I mean, he's he's really a really gentle guy. I mean, at one point, he tells a story of being getting into a car accident or something and the police arresting him. No. I don't know. And they said that he had wanted to fight and he was being argumentative with him because he had just been in a car accident and was kind of out of it. Oh. And, you know, I go, Jim, that doesn't sound like your character at all. But maybe, maybe there's something inside, you know, a little bump on the head or a few drinks might uh, bring yeah. that out.
0: He, well, I'm not going to reveal any of Jim's... Personal life, except for that one story, yeah, apparently. We'll have to get but him on it's a episode. funny story, nonetheless. It's Wait, a great story. If but. we want
1: to hear Jim's stories, we got to get Jim on, I guess. Yeah,
0: well, we definitely have to get Jim on. We've got to. I, we got to get, just maybe, maybe take a field trip down there. We'll, we'll stop at all the breweries. We'll stop mm-hmm. at Skagit. Speaking of Skagit, we'll stop at uh, Skookum. Yeah, just great. stop at a few and head down to Federal Way. No, not Federal Way. What is it? Mount Lake Terrace. No. Right.
1: Speaking of Skugam, what are we? Or it's not Skugam? This is the Skagit. Skagit what? Trumpeter. Trumpeter. Uh, it is a stout. Mm. They, according to the board, it's not an imperial stout, but it is a barrel aged stout. And it's,
0: it is definitely a barrel aged stout. It is. I can taste the whiskey.
1: Yeah, it's very yummy without it being is. overpowering. Like uh, this last Friday was uh, our Black Friday. The uh, yep. uh, something we celebrate as you may know by the internet,
0: <laughs> right. Hopefully those got on the uh, friend face page. Uh, You know
1: they got on individual friend face pages. They do do need to go up on the uh, beer plus three friend face page. And you'll see. I'll try to keep more better track of that. That's me. That's my fault. Well, you know, I think I've been neglecting it. Uh, I've been neglecting it. I've been busy as well. Um, You know, all three of us have just been terribly busy. And
0: uh, well, it's tough to do this and have you know a forty hour plus a week job. You know. Yeah.
1: You know, we're not Joe Rogan. We can't just well. I'm not talking about Joe Rogan he does his podcast for like I don't you know what four a week three a week three hours long each time well, and, and then to
0: thank you very much oh yes thank you and I was going to say we all can't be uh, Chris Hardwick who has like a podcast two or three TV shows yeah. you know I think like he just that. picked up another
1: television show from what I understand oh did he
0: oh. Jeez, of course <laughs> Well, he just ended, uh, it was the mid-season finale of Walking Dead. So oh, so he can start another one. He can, he can start another one. He's still doing At Midnight, and he's doing a comedy tour, right. and he's doing
1: like ten other things, because he's a workaholic. Is he a else. writer? I wonder, he probably has writers to do his comedy for him. Otherwise, I don't hmm. know if he could handle it. No, he yeah. yeah. hmm. not at all. So speaking of The Walking Dead, we did just get to the mid-season
0: finale. Have you been watching this season? I have, and I watched all the way to this the season uh,
1: mid, mid-season finale well, due to several kerfuffles during the evening I wasn't able to begin my download right away so we didn't get to watch it till later in the evening but one thing my wife discovered immediately after the episode had aired in the east coast of the United States so roughly 7 o'clock she goes online to her Facebook and the first thing she sees is a picture from her Walking Dead feed and the picture shows oh man ruined the episode completely it was, it was a very pretty picture you know it's, it's Daryl what's what's homeboy's name it's Daryl 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 yeah. holding uh, sorry meeting eating the hot dog Daryl holding the, the dead limp body of the little blonde girl whatever her name is at this point my problem with the show is I, I you know as much as I watch fucking, it, Beth, Beth. fucking Beth baby fucking Beth Beth. as much as I watch the show, I still don't, you know, at this point, any of the characters could die. I used to really be into the Asian kid, what's his name, uh... Steven Yoon. Steven Yun. Um, but now, even that, I just, you know... Glenn. Glenn, Glenn is his name in the show. They're all fair he's game. He's awesome. They're all fair game at this point, I mean... At this See, point, I had the
0: exact opposite comment, me and my wife were talking about it, and we're both bawling our eyes out. Um, but, uh... Essentially, it was, it was, like, the first season, anybody could have died. I, I didn't give a shit the second season. Oh, yeah, I really yeah, wanted I Rick to she...
1: die. first three seasons, I
0: really wanted Rick to die. Really? Yeah. yeah I didn't <laughs> was think. There, was, there was a one or two seasons there. it was, like, the third season, I just hated him. Yeah. He was just a douche. But, uh, and then he manned up, like, towards the end. But, um, um, no, it was like, anybody could yeah. die. And the, the, the more the group gathered and moved on, and the longer people lived... The more I just got in, I even was like sad when Bob died. Oh, yeah, really? Bob was a guy with the foot. Yeah, the yeah. foot. I but was even sad when Bob died.
1: When they found this episode, yeah, Bob bummed me out a little bit, but you know, basically, I didn't really care. Oh, heck of a lot of when any of them died. And I think that's one of the problems, right? I think it's a really cool aspect that they can kill any character in show. And, the show and, like and then not feel so bad. Guys, have a good night. You have a good night. Oh, thank you, you too. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a really cool aspect that they can kill anybody, but you know the flip side of them being able to kill anybody is you don't want to grow attached to anybody because you know they could die. So I think, and that's uh,
0: the beauty of the show because you will eventually, if you actually watch the show, unlike your dumbass, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, you, people will die. You will eventually get attached to somebody, and they will—they might t- get taken out and. And it was like it was a crapshoot for me. I was like, I don't know who's going to do it. I don't know who's going to do it. Yeah, and the closer the end of that episode got, I was like, don't do it. It's going to be bad. It was the same thing. as like their father. Yeah. When when what's his name? The older guy died. With I no didn't.
1: I, did, I didn't even see
0: that episode. Oh man. I didn't oh, even go back it, and it was, watch it. It was, it was like one scene after another, and I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And then as soon as it happened, my wife just goes, ah!
1: <laughs> she just starts screaming. Well, you know Herschel had to die, right? I mean, how long can you go with the gimpy guy? But True, but hey, they got a baby, too. How long can you do that? Right. <laughs> well, if you've played the video game, you'll find out exactly how long they can do that.
0: I gotta play season two. Season one was so good.
1: <laughs> it's so rude that you haven't played it either.
0: I know. <laughs> well, I'm killing Nazis right now. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, did, which game did you get? The
0: Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein in New Order. It's yeah. so much fun.
1: Yeah, we played that one at PAX a couple of years back, and it was, mm-hmm. it was a good game. I, you know, I keep the first-person shooters, and you know, I don't know if I actually ever want to play them. I go, oh, that looks really cool, or I played that for a few minutes. I wonder if I could sustain play... I do enjoy boobies. I, somehow, I doubt it. You know, there was, there was another game recently that came up on one of the Steam sales during the week, and I go, "Oh, it was the Enemy Within." Was like ten bucks mm-hmm. one day, and I was like, "Huh." You know, I played the demo. For way a, too
0: scary for you. I
1: played the demo for a few minutes, but I was like, you know, I couldn't picture that I would play it for very long. So, Ma'am. even at ten bucks, what's <laughs> the point?
0: Nice. What are we getting next?
1: Hey, what's it's on the board? Well, space dust is on the board, it, you know, we not t- out of the. truck. move. That's true, you know. I was I was hesitant to order the space dust, even this though is I at re- least a four point
0: five for me. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else. A
1: four point. I would give it a four four. You know, this is actually one of the better barrel-aged stouts that I've had and one of the reasons it is is because it's not offensive at all I mean it's it doesn't take anybody could drink it it's not very strong flavor it yeah. goes down super smooth you've seen I drank my glass super fast
0: I know much faster than I do and usually I'm the first one to finish
1: and, and it just went down really smooth without <laughs> having to challenge anybody at any place it was just so perfectly well balanced mm-hmm. But you know, I, th- I think I think we've done space dust three times now. I think on the podcast we've <laughs> mentioned space dust, but we've never had it out of the tap on the podcast. Maybe that's this is true. maybe this, this is our a, chance. This is our
0: opportunity. And this is our opportunity to have it out of time. I don't know. Do you want to go up there? Or yeah, I'll go up and order a couple or of space dusts. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna sprinkle paper and attempt to talk without you, because that's going to be very difficult for Jeff. We got a couple glasses here, and, uh... Is his shit still recording? I don't know if it is. Oh, it is! I don't know. Anyway. Wolfenstein. Good game. Very good game. Nothing wrong with killing Nazis. Also, what did I watch? Fury. That was good. Good tank battles in that one. Something you don't really see in cinema anymore. But, you know... I have the power of pause, and I to do that because I can't really talk by myself. All right, it's 5 o'clock. We're 21 minutes in. 22, actually, but who's counting? Anyway, I'm waiting for uh, Mike to order something interesting. I think he's just going to get space dust, so. Pretty new. This is probably the finest I've ever been on a podcast, or anywhere for that matter. I've been at work all day, and that sucked, but. I am extremely uninteresting by myself. As I should be. Why not? I'm gonna go ahead and just keep talking. And wait for Mike. Oh yeah, Mike. I am terrible at this. I don't know what... I think I'm gonna fill this with space I I got a half grab right here. And, uh, excellent. Mike's back. Thank I'm you. back with I, space I, dust for, uh... I, I cannot talk by myself. I just I just realized I am not a radio personality. I cannot do that. Yeah. I can't do that. I even had to pause it. I was like, I'm just going to pause it. Hmm. And wait for
1: Mike. And then I was like, I, feel you, like should, I you should, should yeah. You should again. do one by yourself. I did that one by myself, and I think that made me a lot more comfortable just, like just sitting there and just blathering on, right. you know.
0: I couldn't do that. Maybe I could do that after like two, or three beers, and then it would just utterly—probably about five or six. Yeah. It would be utter nonsense for like at least twenty minutes. And I know I, I really, I really can't do that. It, that that's one of my problems. I not When I'm by myself, I, I don't really. Eh, I just shut down. I'm done. I don't need to be. You know. You know. I'm I don't so need to be on. I don't. Sometimes I can do it. You know, I could probably do it sometimes, but most of the time it's just like. Well, I, got up at 3.30 in the morning, and I'm going to bed late. because I, Oh, I mentioned I watched a movie last night called Fury. This is
1: the... Cake uh, uh, movie be, with uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, and yeah, Brad and Pitt. You almost with, called him Nick Cage. I'm sitting here going, Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Really? I know it's not Nick Cage. Wow. But Brad Pitt, <laughs> who is, is on his... his I don't br- know if
0: it's messed up for Brad Pitt or, or Nick Cage. Wow. I don't know he who is, that's more messed up for.
1: Brad Pitt is well on his way to becoming Nick Cage. No, he's not. Uh, oh, maybe, no, he's not. yeah. No, he's great in
0: this movie. It's really? It's a really good movie. I
1: was going to ask you what, what uh, Brad Pitt had done for you lately, but you know, if he did this movie and was good in it, fine. Mm-hmm. That's what he did for me. Thank you, Brad. You're sexy and awesome. I, you know, I didn't have any interest in seeing that film at all. Yeah, I looked at it, it was a tank film. I was like, oh, another, another World War II movie. Mm-hmm. This time no. It's got Brad Pitt... You know, absolutely, absolutely. I wasn't sure I wanted to spend any time. And, and not only that, but I don't think any of the previews I saw, you know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You. I don't think any of the previews spoke to what the movie was actually about, so none of them really drew me in.
0: Well, it, it, no, the movie does it pretty well. Um, the one thing that this movie has uh, done that, most, that I don't think we've ever really gotten in a World War II movie is really awesome tank battles. Like really, tank on tank Really awesome sex. tank bottles
1: yeah, It's tank on tank action It's. I want to make fun of you right now But I'm not going to What? Because you look so excited Just talking about it It is It is so exciting I in, love in it in my it, mi- it
0: spoke to the 12 year old in me And in funny. my mind
1: I keep thinking Well how is that any better Than the Transformers Fighting each other Which we all know we um, hate
0: That's so much oh, better Than the Transformers Fighting each other Actually no it's not I love giant robots Fighting each other too But that's beside the point I just don't like The Transformers movies That's all no, this movie's not bad. It's it, it, there's more than just just tanks shooting at each other. There's there's characters and drama. And mm-hmm. da, da, da. I mean, but it's it's nothing that we haven't seen in other war films. Right. But it's just a bit darker than than most. Not all. I mean, it's not like the Big Red One or anything like mm-hmm. that. I mean, it's not fantastic like that. And I'm not talking about the remake in the '90s. I'm talking about the original. Give me Big give Red me one. one dark moment, just so I can see where this film's headed. Just one. Just give me one dark moment. One dark moment in this film is, is kind of interesting, where uh, they uh, come in and liberate a town in Germany. Uh-huh. They liberate? <laughs> they basically take over a town in Germany.
1: Liberate the German And our new kid
0: and Brad Pitt, the grizzled uh, the grizzled command tank commander yeah. or sergeant, whatever he might yeah. be, um, go into this house with these two women, these mm-hmm. two girls, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of threat of rape there. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't. Uh, going there's into like it. this kind of rapey tension. Yeah. And uh, things are settled down when Brad Pitt is it's revealed that Brad Pitt just wants him to cook him breakfast. Right. Um, and but then the rest of the tank assholes come in yeah. and that's when shit gets wow. By the way, Shane from The Walking Dead is in this. Uh huh. He plays Shane times two. Really? I mean something in some creepy southern fucking disgusting
1: something tells me they offer it's, him fried eggs and he wants scrambled uh, well yeah he he wanted
0: to scramble some eggs that's for sure no it was it was it was an interesting moment it was a great character dynamic between the tank crew mm-hmm. because there's uh, um, what's the guy's name I can't remember his name
1: ah exactly. oh, shit uh, I don't I don't, I don't
0: remember his name he's been in like a ton of films He's a character actor. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Latino guy, and he's one of the tank guys. And then you have uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf is kind of this religious tank guy, who, by the way, as
1: much as people like to make fun of him, he did a great job in this movie. Well, you know, people do make fun of him, but I think it's more for his off-screen antics than his on-screen antics. Yeah, but the two the, the two reflect each other. Uh huh. When you think about it, the yeah. two really do reflect each other. And it's, that's what's kind of sad. I mean, people aren't going to give us films a chance because they, they think he's a fucking moron or whatever. Well, but. I think he's a psycho moron too. But, you know, I can't think of any Shia LaBooth movie that I've seen that I didn't... Someone Transformers? One, I two? You three. know what? I'm not ashamed to say that I would watch those films once. I watched, I watched all it of them would make, except the last one. I haven't watched the last one anymore. I would let them play in the background while I was doing really? something else. Really?
0: I wouldn't even do that. I'd, I'd watch them once. It's like uh, Michael Bay's new film uh, with... Uh, generic cute, pretty girl in it was uh, Ninja Turtles. I watched that. Yeah? And if if, if we, were, if we were like 11 or 12 years old, that'd be the best film we had ever seen up
1: until that point. You know, I had wanted to see that movie actually kind of bad because the, the last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing they did was a, a cartoon and it was very engaging. It was what fun is? to watch. I never watched that one. It, it, was, it looked it, really good. It got a pretty good review. I think Kevin Smith has a guest role in it. Oh, yeah? But, uh, you know, it had actually, you know, I really wasn't into the TMN... Teenage <laughs> Mutant uh, I was not into them so much. They were just a little bit... You know, when the comic first came out, it was cool. When it was black and white, it was gory, and it was the ron Yeah, that's and, that's what I ended up And then meeting. by the time they dropped into the, the television cartoon, that was for my little The brothers, something in Laird.
0: Sumpman Laird. Brave. Brayden Laird Br- Brayden, Laird yeah. yeah Laird and Brayden I, I don't remember but yeah I got, those yeah. are the comic books I got and then when the cartoon came out I was like by eh, that point uh, we were a little old for that, that shit yeah. we were a little old for Ex- that.
1: exactly that was for my younger brothers and I never I never turned back to them Well, I was,
0: I was really never into uh, uh, Transformers either
1: well, Transformers hit me dead on you're a year older than me so maybe it,
0: it was something that uh, didn't really speak to me as much I mean I'd watch it yes yeah. Um, but uh, for me, it was like uh, He-Man. That was, uh, sadly, the Gay in Me coming out again. Yeah. But uh, He-Man, is He-Man was a big one for me, yeah. and a few others. <gasps> no, not a lot.
1: Scooby-Doo was always my favorite, though. Well, no, I think I started. You know, my problem probably was is I started with uh, Battlestar All-Star. What? They're all the same. Same uh, battle. I want to say Battlestar Galactica, but it wasn't. I did watch that. But there was a cartoon that was. Uh, oh, you mean the Star Blazers. The anime, Star Blazers. Star yeah. Blazers, uh, Star
0: Blazers and, and Robotech were my yeah. two so, favorite shows ever. So, and then the Moms of America in then, like, 1982 decided to say you can't have death in uh, cartoons so they cancelled both of those shows we didn't get them anymore
1: that was absolutely horrible and I wish I would have known who to blame back then Because it was Moms of America in my mind they just kind of vanished and I I was very angry about it for many years if if I was walking around with a chip on my shoulder it's because both of those programs had disappeared off the air and I was yes they did and
0: I was very very angry and a few years later I found out when I was like a, a tween, if you want to call it I found yeah, out what happened, and them. the Moms of America yeah. went and picketed uh, whatever stations were playing, you know, whatever distribution outfit that was selling it to places, and uh, decided to get rid of it. They, they ruined drinking, they ruined drinking and driving, they ruined drugs, they ruined anime they ruined everything the moms, moms of, of America in the 1980s ruined everything
1: you know I think you know a lot if of people go, fuck those guys in their face a lot of people if they went back in the past would want to go back and kill Hitler I'm, I'm saying maybe we should go no, back no, and take Moms care of, of America. America moms of America sabotage that whole outfit
0: yes and hire like sixteen hookers to get in there, and then reveal them as hookers, and then all of them will be hookers. See, this is the Machiavellian shit I, I come up with <laughs> if I was filthy fucking rich.
1: That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and let you podcast for a minute by yourself. Oh, you're I a dick.
0: Why do I have to do this? I'm sure you'll do the same. Feeling a schmuck in out here talking by myself. Maybe I was at home by myself. I could probably do it. But I don't know about this. He went to go pee. He went and Duncan trussedle. Speaking of Duncan Trussell, you got to listen to his podcast. It's a good podcast. But, uh, by the way, this, this beer is freaking amazing. The, uh, what is this, Space Dust from Elysium, part of their IPA series. It is probably, hands down, one of the best IPAs I've ever created. Definitely. And out of the tap, it's even better than, whoa, what the hell happened there? something happened oh well we're still going to record this shit I don't even know how it's going to sound but it's not up to me that's up to uh, Rick the producer good luck Rick the producer and we're at 3.32.22 and uh, luckily we're not getting too trashed here uh, don't want to get too trashed uh, but what are you going to do I'm gonna move this a little bit closer to me I'm gonna move it towards the middle. How about that? Yeah, that looks good. I always feel weird now that now that we use a microphone. I'm so used to the microphone that I have to have it right in front of my fucking face, which is probably why I'm so goddamn loud on all the podcast. But not today because I'm in a public place and I'm trying to keep my low profile, which is not working because I'm actually sitting here talking about myself. When if I had about four more of these beers I would at least have an excuse to talk to myself but then I wouldn't be able to go later and play D&D at Kevin's house and uh, who we have to have on the podcast one of these days if he ever decides to be on the podcast that would be cool, that would be nice um, I think well, yeah I think it would be awesome to have Kevin on the podcast what do you think?
1: Kevin, I haven't seen Kevin in so long yeah, It would be, it'd be
0: interesting to have Kevin on the podcast And just talk about regular silliness And
1: the usual yeah. Kevin, is that who you play D&D with? Yeah, he's my DM man. He, Kevin's your DM? Yeah. That should be a t-shirt Kevin's my DM
0: <laughs> I'm getting the t-shirt Oh my god, I'm going to have to go to t-shirts.com And have that shit made <laughs> Kevin's my DM
1: so, uh, tell me, what, what's uh, D Does it mean dominatrix? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it like uh, playing play as a player? Uh, you, do you enjoy DMing more? playing, playing, playing D&D or? D&D as a player. Yeah.
0: I probably am a, uh, a much worse player than most of my players. So, Really? Okay. No, I'm not picturing yeah. it. It's pretty horrible. Yeah. Well, no, you just
1: didn't know the rules and didn't give a shit about the rules. Eh, basically, you, just, you, you, you basically just made your character. Well, by the way. time we got to three, you know, four, I was actually fine with. Like four, I like I understood the confines and I could wrap my head around the rules. Yeah, because it was
0: then, a video game on paper.
1: It, it was not only was it a video game; it was a video game I had played over and over and over again for many years. But we took a step backwards into the three land. I was like, and then I read the instructions. I was like, I don't know what that means. There's no rules here. This is very very loosely based. You but you know, anytime you talk to anybody else about it, they'd be like, yeah, this and that and this and that. No, because like...
0: we're all experienced players at this point, except oh. for like you and Rick. We're the, the ones that were just like, I don't know what's going and, on.
1: At a certain point I was just so frustrated, I was like, I don't even care to learn it. <laughs> you know, when it comes to when we level, I'm gonna call Eli and Eli's gonna help me level. <laughs> and we'll we'll just roll on from there I'm going to show up and play the dice but you know as far as the rules go well let me at
0: least you had Eli because Rick took uh, what how many levels to realize that he was supposed to be adding things to other things and he should have been kicking
1: much more ass than he
0: was ever kicking yeah Yeah. it it, it was evident by the way Eli just kicked ass right he was was the same exact class uh huh and uh, you know what are you going to do what are you going to do well you could take him out and spank him I could I
1: could
0: but that might be too fun right. what are you gonna do you know I, I, luckily in this campaign we're playing 5th edition and we're all kind of learning it at the same time and mm-hmm. one thing that's interesting is, is half the group is women mm-hmm. which uh, certainly makes for a different dynamic so and you're not talking about tonight's game you're talking about your I'm game you're talking about my game oh your, your game yes yes half the group is women there's only one woman and tomorrow is yeah. in our group yeah. I'm sure I piss her off on a moment-to-moment yeah. basis, I have a feeling. She doesn't have but, patience for uh, you, huh? Well, you know what? I, I tend to rub women the wrong way on a nearly moment-to-moment basis. Go with the grain, not against. Yeah, I know, but I can't help it. I can't help it. I've always done that.
1: Yeah. But you know what? Some women like it, so that's gotten me laid in the past. Yes, this is very true. You know? I mean, even, even when they're gritting their teeth and... And looking angry at you, really on the inside, with the, that is burning passion for you.
0: Yes, yes. I really think they just wanted uh, to get me vulnerable to kill me, but <laughs>
1: that's fine. That's fine too. So, given that none of your players, with the exception of Rick, listen to this podcast, what's it like playing with a, a crew that's half females, half males? Is um, the dynamic terribly I different. Think, I think
0: it's a little too early to tell. Um, Sandra tends to be a little shy right now, but I think once she gets to know the rest of the crew... She's going to be obnoxious. She, she's going to be... Yeah, she's going to get a little more out there. My wife is already, like, shy, but yet obnoxious. And uh, we all know Brianna is completely obnoxious. Uh, so uh, it, it's funny because the dynamic I'm doing right now in the campaign is that all of a sudden we're a nerd podcast. Okay. Well, we are nerds, so yes. there it is. Uh, but really what I did was made them cops in the uh-huh. city. yes. So that that dynamic for anybody who's ever played D anD D for a long periods of time, that dynamic has completely changed. And even even I think uh, uh, Caleb, who has been playing D anD D forever, he he really said, "Wow, this is something completely new and different." And we can I have to change the way I think about. It how to approach,
1: you know, whether it's combat mm-hmm. or whether it's anything mm-hmm. else. Because so, it's not I the don't... band of travelers. I mean, there's almost yeah. this implied dynamic in being a group of police, or maybe even, like, you could even have gone a military route, kind of, and, and That's maybe... That's
0: essentially what I've done. I've, I've made it a military-type group.
1: And, uh, you know, there's, there would be a certain dynamic that I think the characters have to play, and, and I think it'd probably be interesting. It's, you know, it's so funny when you're role-playing these games. Uh you know, I think that's a, uh, something that's lost on my children. Uh, recently, uh, my daughter started playing Skyrim, and she was she wasn't telling me. I was I was watching her chat with one of her friends on Steam, and she was talking about killing or killing the uh, the dragon guys who live at the top of the mountain. The guys who don't speak English. <laughs> yeah. And she was beating them up, and, and she was describing in such great detail the pleasure she was getting out of being mean to to. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you recall their names. I don't. The graybeards. Uh, the the, the graybeards. Gray she was describing in such detail how, how much she enjoyed beating up the graybeards and what, was using them to level up. <laughs> and I was thinking, either your character... She's a genius. It, it, but at the same time, I kept thinking my character would never do that. I mean, I know I could hit him, right? But... That go get my character's green. Why she, would I do? She needs
0: to go and play things like uh, Drainage Two okay. and other type of games like that, where it's real, like role playing, and and you have to make decisions that affect you. So if you go and kill all the children of the such and such house, that's going to affect you. Uh-huh. So I mean, that's that's the kind of thing she needs to play.
1: Yeah. Last night I walked into the room and she had literally taken out almost all of White White Run. She, nice. was, she was going through the town, killing them all. You and can't kill the kids, though. And she can't, can't. She was a little upset. There's a mod for that, by the way. She was a little upset that she didn't have the mod installed to kill the kids, <laughs> but she was murdering them all. And that's when I kind of realized. See, at first, I thought, "Well, she's not playing to her character. You know, she's having fun doing it. And she's getting a thrill out of it. But she's not playing true to her character." Like your military play- players, are probably a little conflicted about having to play characters in the military, as I don't think any of them have military experience. And then I realized. I realized last night watching my daughter, oh, her character just must be evil because, you know, why would she pick on the Greybeards and take out all of Whiterun? I mean, I know there's some assholes in Whiterun. You don't kill kill them all.
0: It's one of the cool things about uh, about Skyrim is you can do shit like that. And it's it's kind of awesome. Uh, I think a better game for her to play, actually, um, at this point, something kind of a step... It's a little step backwards graphically. Not much. But uh, it's a step up for role-playing but not very far is Fallout 3 yeah I was on Zelda because uh, I mean you can, you can take out an entire town yeah with a nuclear weapon, it's awesome. <laughs> and but that affects the rest of the game. You can't get this. You can't do that. You can't get this. And then if you, you go to one spot, and you start slaughtering everybody. You, essentially, you eventually are like the
1: only one left in the wastelands. And she would probably enjoy that. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, after she's progressed through Skyrim a little bit more. The other annoying thing was she started playing Skyrim, so I couldn't finish my game, and I'd been wanting to play. Like yes, I yes, you
0: could have. All you had to do is
1: find your save, man. Well, that was just a dependent. So, you know, Black Friday weekend, you know, I knew all I had to do was sit still, so I found another copy of the. the yeah, uh, it was like, what, five bucks or something it, well, like that was, for the Game of it, the Year? it, it was, it, well, it was 15 for the anthology, every single yeah. Skyrim or, or Elder Scrolls bit. So, yeah. not, then I got that and I was sitting there, and I was like, well, okay, well, now what? And then I Found out that in Steam you can install it in such a manner that it's like a family pass, so that you know the other people at the house had to create her own separate account, install Skyrim on her account, and then I had to go through the family settings and then share out both accounts. But you can actually make that work. It's kind of like they're oh, being, it really? kind of been thoughtful yeah. of the fact that at some point some parents going to be at the point where it's like, I've, See, got, I've, I've got to this give this
0: whole ordeal. My wife has an account, I have an account, and my daughter has an account. Basically, what I do is buy them things and. and they, yeah.
1: And, and gift them to them and right. so blah that's how I do it well you might want to look at turning on those family settings and I, I the only reason I'm bringing that up in the podcast is I think there might be other Steam people that live, listen yeah, to this
0: yeah I've never even heard of this yeah. they had a, something at one point where you're able to lend out your game. Yeah. but I have not that, found that.
1: that that's essentially what it is, is you turn on your family settings and then all the other computers in your house you can authorize and then you can share the game you, two people can't play the same game at once but at least did you get the game I sent you uh, I didn't see you send me anything. You should have gotten the game. God damn it. You know what? I don't pay attention to my messages. I bet, I bet you no, sent me something. No, it wasn't something.
0: messages. It was, should have been through email. Oh. Huh. No? I sent you Insurgent. Huh. I'll I'll search.
1: I'm sure I wouldn't have I missed that if I got it. you to do that because i got
0: to that, I gotta get my free copy. I bought a bundle. Yeah. They gave me four, four things of Insurgent. Uh-huh and I had to give them away and somebody has to use them or I don't get my uh, game that I really want in the bundle. <laughs> no. Like, fucking somebody's got to do this shit. I'll, I'll send it to you
1: again then. I will, uh... You can send it again. I'll search through and, and make sure I got it. All right. I don't think I got it or it's I would have seen it. You just get a Steam key and throw it, it on Steam. Yeah. So. Easy, easy enough. So, you share out the accounts and then that way everybody can be signed on to their private accounts and you share all the games in between accounts but you... Seriously? The... But the 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 only the only downside to it is we're both playing Skyrim, and we both want to play at the same time. So you still have to have two copies of Skyrim. But you can actually make it happen, or or you know if she wants to play. Not happen at the same time. In your house, maybe not. It's just you know we were both playing Skyrim at at the time, same time. So we had to have two copies. But if if it wasn't that, you know, as long as you only want to play one, because if you go to click on something and somebody else is playing, it goes, oh, you can't play this right now. Somebody else is playing it. You want to kick them out? Maybe it shouldn't even give you the choice to kick them out, though, because it's my daughter. I don't want her to get me out of my games on her willy nilly. Yeah, but isn't there like a master control? Yeah, it would probably default back to me. And, <laughs> it would, yeah, it, in it there, would right? probably ask me. Gosh, we got a phone call. I think from a guy who's got a broken phone. I'm gonna have to take it. Maybe will we'll, let you. Maybe. Go ahead. A... Hello, this mic. Hey. That's awesome. hey, Jim. Not the Jim I was just talking about. Oh, you know what? That was just a test call, Jim. When I was working on your phone, that's what it was. Uh, were you able to get somebody to fix that screen for you? Of course, if
0: you listen to the uh, pre-podcast, you will uh, post. <laughs> You'll be able to get this you huh. now uh-huh.
1: and There he goes. He goes again. We don't yeah. know what you're saying. I lost one of those screws on the carpet, Jim. I got to tell you, it took me 15 minutes to find the screw. I was I was getting a little bit frustrated. I've, I've repaired iPhones in the past, but I've, I, you know the screens usually pull out and pop back in, and there's not much to it. This thing was a different beast. So, I...
0: It must have been a Samsung. Or an HTC. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's... I don't, know, I don't know what it is, but Jim's talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> the most interesting yeah. podcast in the world. Mike on the phone. Uh huh. That's one of his users.
1: Oh. God bless the users of the world. Right. Oh. You're, sounds like you're in business and you're going to bring me back the, the broken screen and then I'll just ship it back to Amazon and we'll, we'll call it good. Uh, I got a lot of experience tearing those things apart and I know now that I don't want to. If it comes to a screen, I can replace a battery in an iPhone, but I don't think I'm messing with that screen anymore. I think they've gotten a little too advanced for me. Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I, I don't even know why they sell a kit for that. Uh huh. Okay, well, we'll we'll discuss it tomorrow, and we'll. we'll... I've got I've got how the one that's broken, right? But I, I need the one to send back to Amazon, or or maybe he used the same screen. If he only charged you eighty bucks, he didn't give you a new screen. He used the screen that I got, it, probably. That's probably that's probably yeah. how that went. Yeah, he probably was just, he was probably just able to make the one that I had work. So yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm just glad that you've got a working phone now keep talking okay. keep talking Jim okay well we'll talk to you tomorrow Jim bye now <laughs> you know what how long has it been since
0: we've been here and did a podcast
1: it has been several months I think it was it's episode been, 8 been, or something yeah it
0: was It was early on and yet the kids are back the kids are back
1: huh mm-hmm. turn around yes so ta-da I'd almost guess it was the same kids they knew we were going to be here it's like a reunion episode <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Not maybe, so much. Maybe the kids are just always here. I have a feeling there's yeah, I don't think they they they're the same kids. They might maybe. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They got the same iPads. Well, I mean, they got iPads. Like you know, maybe, like all kids do. Maybe all you know? like all kids have iPads. I, I. What do I know?
0: My kid just has a desktop. So.
1: Yeah. I need to get a,
0: a graphics card
1: for. Her. I was looking at those today. No, well, it's funny though. It's it's Christmas season, right? Mm-hmm. And we weren't sure what to get the kids. But, you know, the one thing we don't have is a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. But you know what? I don't what? think I would buy either one of those systems for my kids. It, no, I, today I just bought an Xbox 3. Or
0: an Xbox it, three, 3, a PlayStation 3. Yeah? Yeah. Is, was there a specific game you were going to play? Um, yeah, a lot. that we've, I've been wanting to play forever. Whether it was Uncharted, like mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. The Last of Us, Journey... Um, stuff that uh, uh, Sony comes out with that's uh, never that, going to make its it way to a PC make it, that's never made it to the PC right. so you know yeah. I did spend about $150 got a uh, PS3 with two controllers mm-hmm.
1: so that's something we'll open up Christmas morning oh, that's that's cool you see, from so, where I was sitting we've already got the Xbox we got the Wii U and you know, I like to play some Wii U games like Mario Kart, Zelda, that kind of thing. This, you know, yeah. those aren't even PC games. They could never be. No, they're never
0: going to be anything on Nintendo. That's pure Nintendo. But
1: with the exception of like the Resident mm-hmm.
0: Evil series, mm-hmm. it's never going to be on PC. I Nintendo.
1: could never see buying a PlayStation or an Xbox at this point. Why? Why wouldn't you just get a PC? And then when your Steam sales come out, the games are like exactly. five bucks.
0: Well, they have. The, have you ever tried the big screen? Uh, I've,
1: I've I've turned it on. It was just kind of annoying, but you know, maybe if you plugged into the TV, that'd be the way you want it. So yeah, you don't play it
0: on your laptop or your computer. But. Yeah, was
1: like one of my friends yesterday was was asking. We yeah. were talking about systems and this kind of thing. It's like, you know, look, we were both at PAX together. We both played the Alpha. Just get an Alpha, man. That seems to be, like, where gaming is going. I think gaming's coming back to the PC. I don't know why anybody messes around with the console.
0: I think so, too, with with Steam and Origins and, and several other, like, Green Man Gaming, yeah. um, uh, good old games. Uh, yeah. there, I mean, there's a lot of places where you can download anything from stuff Years ago, or emulators even, mm-hmm. you can do emulators that emulate all the Game Boy games or the the, the
1: this that or the other. You so know? I mean, yeah. I, Why would you need to? Yeah, so console games. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, you know, there's a few titles like if you've got, you obviously the PS3 came out probably ten years ago. So
0: <laughs> well, it's twofold. It's also a Blu-ray player, and I've been
1: wanting Blu-ray for a while. Right. So there was obviously over a span of a decade, there were probably a few games that never made it to PC that. You know, there's you wanted to play that's so worth going enough. backwards. This is yeah. worth going backwards to get. But just, you like know,
0: Studio Ghibli came out with a uh, video game. I didn't know they had made a game. Yep, they made a video game. That from, that, uh, no he saw, or whatever, no kama ni, or something yeah. like that. It's like, uh, I don't know. What is it called? It's like Legend of the White Witch. Yeah. And uh, it looks beautiful. It looks
1: amazing. Yeah. I don't like crying enough, probably, to play one of their games. <laughs> I mean... Yes, you it, do. You love crying. God. What are you talking about? You know, it's not too long ago. The kids watched... Uh, uh, Totoro and uh, oh god what a great show. by the end of the movie you know the tears are coming out of my eyes
0: <laughs> you're trying to hide them
1: from the kids mommy not coming back <laughs> yeah. and I was like ah oh, the Studio Ghibli stuff yeah they can you know I had not enough time in my life for tears
0: <laughs> yeah you say that about anything that makes you feel uncomfortable I love it it's a bulls. you know I don't like being uncomfortable mm-hmm. I understand I understand right. I like being uncomfortable yeah. in uncomfortable places speaking of uh, not only The Walking Dead that was a great topic but uh, there's a, a movie we need to watch called Wetlands it's a German film mm-hmm. it's essentially uh, a woman's this young woman talking about her body and what she thinks is best for her body and it looks really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and interesting and, and Uncomfortable how? Uh, she talks about what she thinks men want and, uh, and a pussy and, and mm-hmm. how... Uh, I just looked at the children behind him and...
1: See if they are tuning
0: in or if their radio they're, antennas. They're, they're are, tuned in because yeah. they're kids. Yeah. They can multitask like there's no fucking tomorrow, but it doesn't look like they can. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she, she starts talking about her own body and her own mm-hmm and what men like. They a like the, home. a the, home, She doesn't like to clean very often yeah. because she knows men like the smell, yeah. that kind of thing. And, Is a whole movie
1: dedicated to that? Yeah. I think yeah. it's just yeah. It's called
0: Wetlands, and we're going to watch it as soon as possible. Also, what I want to mention, the reason I got to watch Fury... Mm-hmm. Wait, back that up. Um, I have a feeling somebody's going to bleep what I just said out. Uh, Sony just got hacked. I was reading this. Yeah, Sony just got hacked and a bunch of their movies ended up on the torrents. So, which is why Fury was easily watched. Oh, over the well, weekend. you
1: know, see what what I, I I was reading it from a security standpoint. Like my my job at work is yeah. one of the things that keeps me employed is being a security expert. So, I was looking at the fact that yes, Sony just got hacked recently. But they had just released a film that had targeted North Korea. its stars. Yeah, a lot of
0: people are associated with that, but I honestly don't think necessarily it's North Korea doing it because I I think it's opportunistic. I really honestly think it's opportunistic.
1: It, it could be opportunistic, but. Because a
0: bunch of their films ended up on the
1: torrents, yeah. like the screeners. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, I, you know, we, we made. We'll, we'll, that we'll, movie, by the way. Well, but other movies
0: that have already come out in the theater,
1: right? And, and so it might be a publicity stunt. And you know, right now we're looking at, at films that would be uh, the Oscars are coming out, so this is Oscar bait cons- season. This yeah. is this is considered Oscar season, so screeners would be coming out of all the films. So I mean, this is just one way to distribute those screeners that everybody was going to get anyways, and to get them early. But uh, no, I you know some some part of me wants to believe it actually was North Korea. Um, and what they're saying is that it actually looks like that the the attack actually came from China via North Korea, and that kind of makes sense, you know, from, from everything I know about the computing world and, and knowing that, you know, I mean, China has state-employed hackers, that, you know, it's...
0: Yeah, because they're much more forward-thinking than our government, so... Although, well, don't, don't think we're
1: not doing it, too. Yeah, but probably not as good. Well, maybe not as good, and... Maybe How we're much just, you want to bet? Maybe Come on, seriously. Maybe we're just not getting caught. That could be. Yeah. It's better to run under the radar than no, under the radar. I, I know
0: uh, a lot of people are, like, arguing. and I, th- I ran into this at work. Like, uh, I talked about China because recently I've been listening to a, uh, a, a whole thing about China and, and the foundations of Eastern civilization and, and et cetera, et cetera. And I've learned a bit about China since then and... and uh, how uh, the culture
1: is, and how they think, and this, that, and the other. And uh, well, not necessarily how they think. I right. can't pretend to know. Well, you mean you must have some experience. You do work with Chinese people. I mean, you don't work. For I work with well, some Chinese well, people. You know, yeah. c- certainly, work, a certain amount of your clientele a, uh, is yeah. Chinese. Oh, absolutely.
0: And God bless those people. I love them. I yeah. love them. But uh, what's interesting is. is uh, it's something that, that people brought up, well, they've been
1: hacking us lately. Like, you don't think we're doing the same thing to them? I it's would, just like the Cold War all over again. I, I would assume that we are certainly doing the same thing to you, them. You're staring down. I'm like, staring down because I don't see the thing moving. No, so I think it's not. I, you stopped recording with your phone call because I'm at 56 and you started about five minutes yeah, before me. Okay, No, here we're going again. So, Yeah, you're right. Probably the phone call came in, the recorder probably stopped, and it was time to start it. And It would have been hilarious had it recorded your podcast. Your, your, entire conversation including uh, Jim's side yeah that you actually can't turn on the recording while you're talking to somebody if you want to record but oh, yeah that's cool. I, I, I could see where they'd probably want to stop that <laughs> just so, you, just so that because they didn't have the mechanism built in to go hey do you want to stop or do you not want to stop yeah. because permission wise and then we could have fed that into the podcast and then People who are going to hear this one-sided conversation about yeah. his phone could have actually heard both sides, but now they're just going to get my one side about, "Hey, he's, his phone is his phone is working." They described to me how I screwed up, so fair enough. But you know, it's not a, realistically, it's not a problem I ever want to tackle again. If somebody comes to me with a broken screen on something newer than a four uh, phone four iPhone four, they can go fix it themselves because it's not worth my time. Um, no, no. You might as well just get a new fucking phone. Yeah. Well, no, IT.
0: Can't you do that shit? Just be like, no,
1: eh, it's time to get a new phone. Yeah, yeah you know, it's a time time the fun. shit out.
0: Don't you guys have insurance on your phones? No. What? Why would you not have insurance on your phones? Because I don't want to pay for it. Why would you not want to pay for insurance? Cause because some you have
1: users, right? Yes.
0: Ta-da! That's what you want to turn well, Because to I'm a,
1: a very punishment based person. Like the people who know me closely will know that I, I, I have You're a no, bit of a masochist? Is I, that what you I call? have no problem <laughs> i might be a bit of a masochist. I have no problem doling out the punishments. You break your phone, you you pay for it. Uh, Unless it's somebody in the position to go, Mike, well you fix my phone and then I can't tell them no. So I like, like Jim. <laughs> so I might get <laughs> I might get screwed every now and then on it. But Or it might be a situation like I had another user who's of an even, even higher position who had recently had a broken phone. Only they were smart enough not to bring it to me. They took it to get it fixed. And then when the person who couldn't fix it well enough couldn't fix it, they brought it to me and go, It's broke. And I looked at it and go, Oh, it is broke. What happened to it? I don't know. And then I do it. <laughs> I love how adults turn into six year olds where
0: they have to answer <laughs> to someone else. <laughs> They're like, What? You, you broke it? How did you break this very
1: sensitive item you knew was very sensitive? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do I, I, you know. so at which point it was okay because he was in a position where I could just buy him a, a phone at full That's price awesome. and nobody was going to question this very large purchase and I would just go oh, it's Clark or there it was you whoever you know in management uh, who, who might have had incurred this very large charge for a new phone outside mm-hmm. of their contract and then I might have looked at the phone later and gone oh this phone's been taken apart oh Somebody tried to fix this phone. I bet it wasn't whoever gave me this yeah. phone. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously they know what happened to the phone. It just yeah. wasn't easily put back together and decided they needed a new the, phone. Isn't
0: there some sort of website like fox.com or something like that? They they actually buy used and broken cell phones?
1: Uh, there is. I don't What's know it if it's called? Fox. But there's I the, can't remember There is There is one oh. where I, uh, phones could be sold. And I'm trying to remember. The, Glide. Glide. You is can actually. Glide? Glide. You can sell new phones. Uh, broken or not broken, and uh, you actually, uh, from what I understand, you get a pretty good, decent return on on uh, yeah. equipment of such a manner. You know, well, I know even my my ridiculous phone that just broke mm-hmm.
0: uh, was like three generations behind, and still cost like two, three hundred dollars on the mm-hmm. internet, right. and it's
1: so, used half the time or refurbished. Right, so I would I would recommend that if, if the company doesn't require you to no. give back the phone for your insurance return. Why not go to Glide and sell it? You know, I mean, if you're even if you make thirty bucks, it's worth your five minutes of time to set up an account and sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very likely somebody out there can has a parts to sell it, to fix it, repair it, and then you know, if it's, so what if it's, you're saying is, is, I should grab my old two, my two
0: old smartphones that I have just sitting in a drawer hmm? and I should try to sell it
1: potentially I know even going back as far as the iPhone 3 you can get a couple bucks for it oh no, no I have a piece of shit and another piece of shit so it really comes down to how much is your time worth for me if I'm not going to make a hundred bucks back on a half an hour an hour's worth of time not worth my time yeah true enough true enough but it can, it can sit in the drawer. but you know if I'm going to get a couple hundred bucks and it only takes me 40 minutes mm, that'd be worth my might be worth my effort true enough true enough I don't know once again, this really podcast is brought to you by Glide.com and uh, <laughs> Glide.com. Dollar Shave
0: Club. Dollar Shave Club. Heck yeah, it's pretty awesome. And Sony Pictures. And
1: Sony Pictures. We get hacked and you tourists, yeah, benefit. So, I really actually wanted to see the movie uh, that they were talking about where it was Seth Rogen and... The interview, yeah. And I definitely want to see it. It looks hilarious. So it's a real shame that they didn't release that movie. I mean, you, you, you That's why I'm kind of thinking it's a bit of a...
0: It's almost a bit of a an ploy on Sony's part. Because you don't oh think Sony, God. a multi-billion dollar, multinational oh, wait, corporation... Wait, 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 wait. ...doesn't have the wherewithal to fake hack their own company. And then on top of that, oh, you know what? These are our new theater. How about we release these on the torrents just to make it look good? and then we'll slap some hands later and look at that it it was North Korea the whole time you just have to leak that information what how much better publicity can you get for a movie
1: Mm -hmm. none None. Not a bit better. And if you if you're pointing it back to a particular movie that just hit the theater,
0: oh, it's because this movie's coming out. You should probably go see it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 written already in your brain. Man. All they're doing is is putting the period on the end of that sentence. This is and
1: the same. This is the same company though that was hacked two years ago, and their entire gaming oh, yeah. network was taken oh, down. Yeah. When they
0: start live, it's like uh, it's not, Yeah, it's not PlayStation
1: play or PlayStation whatever, something. I don't PlayStation know. live. Who cares? Blah, if I were blah, you, blah, you blah. just bought a new system. I wouldn't be giving them my credit card number. I'd get I'd get one of those temporary credit cards to sign up. Um, there you go. And that's as much faith as I have in uh, in the Sony, Sony. network. Well, so that, I
0: don't know. I, I I saw their their remake of uh, of Spider Man, uh-huh. and yeah, it was. I, I don't trust that company either. Though yeah. so the second one was okay.
1: Well, I'm telling you, Marvel just needs to get their rights back. I don't know what it takes. but uh, uh, They're in
0: talks, actually, to share some characters. So I think it's mostly with, uh, I think it may be with Spider-Man.
1: I mean, I hopefully. Remember. I mean, you know, from what right I've now. been reading, Sony, the whole Sony Pictures is completely underwater. And, you know, I know they want to hold on to these larger properties to potentially turn it around. But, hey, give up. Stop trying to turn it around. Give Give Spider-Man back.
0: What they should okay. just do is sell it back. I'm sorry, Marvel and Disney has all the money in the, in the universe. Right. Literally. So,
1: li- liquidate your assets <laughs> and get out of the motion picture business. Cause I can't think of a Sony movie that I want to watch.
0: Dude, release Naughty Dog from their fucking bullshit contracts. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Naughty Dog came out with The Last of Us and I believe the Uncharted series. Yeah. And Truth. something else recently... There is a game out there right now, it's on sale on Steam, called uh, This War of Mine. Mm-hmm. Did you see it at PAX? I, did. no, I didn't see it at PAX. I saw it at PAX, I did not get a chance to play it at PAX.
1: There are a lot of things at PAX I don't get to play. I just walk by. Yeah. I walk by most of the games. Yeah, They did have the two costume people dressed up that wanted to go into it. They had the Octagon set up and they were going to fight. I didn't get Oh, to be that, part of that. the
0: Far Cry 4 yeah. set up where you, you dress as a furry and fight each other.
1: So here we are. It's de- December second today, correct? It is December second. Uh, last, week, last weekend we didn't record a podcast, so we we're, we're, we almost skipped an episode. Almost, as kind of a we did in, report
0: a, record a podcast. It eh, just, Jeff fucked it up.
1: It's an this this today is an impromptu podcast, and we didn't get to it talk is. about uh, our our Black Friday. No, we touched on it earlier, but. Uh, Every year during the Black Friday holiday season, which is the day after Thanksgiving, we ha- we have our own style of Black Friday,
0: and really it all started with uh, uh, the Abyss. Yes, and uh, it's one of the reasons why uh, these two gentlemen—well, these two, I'm this saying one. these two—this one, this and one, also Rick uh, got into beer uh, because I introduced them to the Abyss. Well, yeah, I mean, and it, they fell in love.
1: I, f- you know. You introduced me to the Abyss, and like, I think it was 2008, I'm pretty sure it was the 2008 release. And it was like I had never had a good beer before then, you know, I, I was, I was, there was beers I would drink, I was a Negro Modelo, if I had to drink a beer, and I tried not to drink a beer, but if I had to absolutely drink a beer, I would go get a Negro Modelo. And uh, that year you gave me the Abyss, and suddenly my mouth was overwhelmed, there was these flavors and textures, and it was a completely different thing than I had experienced in beer before. And that kind of set me down the path. It was always chasing, well, what's out there that is going to give me the same type of experience as having this abyss? And over the years, it, and then almost, you know, at the same time, almost in, in tandem, craft beer started making this resurgence. That it, in the, in the, Absolutely. In, Absolutely. In the early to mid-90s, uh, uh, there was a, a bit of a craft beer scene that started to grow, and then it kind of went quiet for a lot of years. And yeah. then about the time that I had the abyss, it's starting to come back into the mainstream again. So late nineties, early two thousand. Suddenly, started, we're, like, suddenly we're to this uh, point in twenty fourteen where you know the abyss, as awesome as a beer it is, it's it's difficult to justify spending twenty dollars on this because I could walk into Maggie's and get a growler of uh, space dust, which is or eight, a
0: better example is the
1: trumpeter or start. the trumpeter and spend four dollars for an entire growler, and it's a very terrific beer. So there, the market is flooded with grape beers. I don't have time for shitty beer. We do
0: We, we do live in a, a very special place. Though. I mean, we really live in a, in, a, in a place where, I mean, even in Whatcom County here, you can't throw a stick without hitting a brewery. I mean, we we have at least eight or nine breweries and, like, two more coming out soon. Yeah. Um, it just just within our own county. And, uh, of course, we have grape beers here, but it's also the entirety of the Northwest. I mean, we... I mean, look at this place. It, it's spotted with, I mean, Portland's only, what, maybe six hours away? Not even. Four Not even half. four and a half hours away, yeah. exactly, yeah. on a good day. Uh, but and on uh, no traffic days. On no six, traffic days. I can tell but, you it's four uh, and a half hours. Uh, exactly. I mean, we brews are spread from, all the way from, what is it, uh, over there in Spokane to here, all the way down south to... Yeah. To Southern Oregon and even San Diego has some great breweries. Right, so So, we're we're
1: living in the perfect place at the perfect time, and that's why we come together the day after Thanksgiving to give thanks to all these great breweries,
0: wonderful breweries, all these wonderful breweries. We we buy bottles throughout the year and save them until
1: we put them in the fridge. And uh, you know, if you've seen my abyss picture, I've got abyss. You know, we continue to drink them. I I I had them going back to two thousand and nine. Which, a uh, 2009 bottle was really hard to get, but we've since caught back up, so the, the latest one I've got now is a 2011 in my fridge, which, you know, sometimes I forget that we're in 2014, so this bottle is actually kind of old at this point. Yeah, it is. It's well-aged, it, and I'm sure it's delicious. So, so we get all of our dark beers, and we kind of drink around the abyss. This year, I kind of knew. Like, after last year, I, 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 last year was a sh- total shit show. Like, I, you know... These guys gave you, me, got got <laughs> you got a little trash. I got a little trash. You got a little trash. A little too soon, and I don't think I was able to fully enjoy <laughs> drinking Abyss. So this year I kind of knew that with all these other great beers around, that the Abyss was going to be taking more and more of a backseat. So I didn't bring as much of the Abyss bottles that I've been saving up. And this yeah. year I only bought two bottles of the Abyss. There was one year where I bought like eight bottles of Abyss. That's pretty awesome. This year, I just bought two, just knowing that the abyss is going to be taking more and more of a backseat towards this yearly celebration we have.
0: Well, what I found, what I found strange about it last Friday is is one of the best years, beers I tried was the uh, Black Butte Twenty Four.
1: Black Butte Twenty Four. I remember Black Butte. My God, it was good. I remember Black Butte Twenty Four being a really good beer the year that I bought it, and this was this was the beer that actually brought Jeff Miller out of his sobriety, Jeff. Miller had had, like, about 13 years
0: of sobriety. (laughs) Is that something we should be proud of?
1: Well, yeah, you know... I'm not quite sure. I I think given that he's been drinking for a few years now and he hasn't, like, thrown his life away... Think of Wander. Everybody should have Wander. Wander's terrific stuff. It is. Given... Given... You know, he had quit drinking when he was, like, a late teenager, right? He hadn't had had it had a number of very bad experiences with drinking so he just he could quit and yeah. very good on him for, for quitting but at the same time one thing that he didn't recognize and that quitting is that part of the, the bad stuff that had gone away with his experience was the fact that he was young and stupid oh and, so
0: one of the reasons he quit because he didn't really explain this well enough on the podcast when we tried to do a podcast and yeah. only got an after podcast um, but we do have an hour's worth of that but after podcast. So we could use it. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really explain it. He did say that he quit for years. Yes, but he didn't say he was a teenager no. or somebody like I, that. You know, he from what it's for me, from what it sounds he like, was,
1: he quit because his parents were a certain way, and he didn't want to be that. He he, he was resentful, and he didn't want to be that. And I think, which happens to many children of alcoholics, and, and, <laughs> exactly. I, I'm a children of alcoholics myself. Mm -hmm. But I might be an alcoholic, so it's okay. But beyond that, we're going to talk about Miller. And Miller, and he's been back to drinking now since 24 came out, which was three years ago. Two, two or three years ago? And he, you know... Which is why we only recently saw him. Right. Um, Since then, you know, he's managed to keep it under control. He hasn't had, like, any alcoholic problems, you know, I mean... You know, there's been a couple of instances where he got sick and drank too much, like we all do. But he hasn't had anything that was... He hadn't had any experience that, like, an alcoholic, a true alcoholic would have. Yeah, like,
0: you have to hit Uh, rock bottom. Yeah,
1: he. he's just had bad...
0: Trust me, I've been very, very close.
1: He's just had bad times with drinking, which is okay. We're all going to have We all do that. That doesn't mean we should cast it away, which I think just illustrates that perhaps... I threw
0: up on Belgium. Yes.
1: (laughs) Talk about... Low point. Yeah, which you know, I think just kind of <laughs> illustrates that you know, like you said, you know, a lot, of, a lot of children of alcoholics go. I'm just going to shun it because my parents had a problem. Yeah. Maybe I will or will not have a problem. So it, it, I think I can't see Jeff Miller having a, a huge problem. You know, all he, all he's, all he's I don't done, know him as well as he all, all he's done is socially move upward. You know, he went from one job to another, and he's gotten bigger and more responsibilities in life. Like, if he was doing anything wrong, if, if, if this wasn't working for him, he'd be going the other direction, and he's not.
0: Yeah, exactly. You so, can't so, hit rock bottom by going up. <laughs> right. It's the, you, no, no. You can hit rock ceiling, and then you're just at the top. So, so. And,
1: and I don't recall where I... I it's just 24, was. I remember the first bottle he had. Like, I was I was down at his house. God, it
0: was good. And, and
1: you know, what a beer to start with, because the, the 24 that we had the other night on uh, Black Friday was a fantastic beer. It, Absolutely. It, you know, you said it, and I hated to say it, but it outshines the abyss. Yes, it did.
0: Absolutely. Uh, um,
1: so it was a very delicious, delightful, perfectly balanced beer. And it's it's, it's amazing in, in that in going through all these beers we were drinking, the next beer we drank was the uh, Black Butte 25. And yeah. not,
0: nearly as, not nearly as good. Not the, nearly as good. But you know what? Two years from now... Or one year from now, I mean, what? That's two years old now. So one year from now, I'd probably be freaking awesome. Now you've got me thinking really, what we need to do is start buying uh, 25 in the Abyss and just keeping it for like three or four years.
1: Could be. It, 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 it could be. But the 16 barrel from mm-hmm. 10 barrel? The 16 Barrel from 10 Barrel actually was a terrific beer. It was. It was, it was. very reminiscent. It was, it was awesome. It was a golden yeah, ale. Yeah. It was very similar to a beer that the sheets put out a couple years back with Hair of the Dog, uh, part of their Conflux series where they would mix up with another brewery. They only actually released two beers in the series. They had Conflux number this two. The number two, yeah. The, the number two, which is one of my favorite beers. Um which they did with Boulevard Brewing, and that's oh, probably the only reason I know of Boulevard Brewing because outside of that, the I've only, had their stuff
0: before. It's the really
1: only good. other beer they made that was good is when they re-released the number two beer this year, and they call that <laughs> redo. That's right, redo, <laughs> <laughs> redo. Yes. So uh, yeah, you know, a, a really good beer, and then Conflux number one, and I would say that this uh, sixteen barrels from ten barrel. Which is probably going to be one of their last independent re- releases now that they're in, Beth, It was an amazing beer, and I'd like to see how it tasted a year from now, but I, not, not even waiting a year. This was a really good bottle of beer. It was uh, bright. It was complex-flavored. Uh, it was super blonde. Yet, it it was super blonde, but you didn't want to throw it away. Yeah. Uh, no, a was, lot of times, it you're, was you're really
0: good. Ha- as far as a golden ale, and most of the time golden ales for me, No. But this was amazing.
1: It was a really good beer. Really I was, beer. I was, I was happy it was to drink it. about time to wrap
0: this stuff up. So we'll uh, just,
1: we'll just roll it up. Uh, you know what? It, one thing it made me realize is I still have a bottle of Conflux Number One sitting in the refrigerator at home, Holy shit. which my wife wanted and said it was her beer. And then she goes, "No, I thought you drank that years ago. I could have drank it. I could have drank it. She wouldn't have been pissed. But now again." She knows it's in the fridge because they go, no, I never oh. drank that. Wait till she was forgets yours. about it
0: again and bring it out. I would have which, to, uh, I'm
1: going to have to wait for her to forget about it again, and then we're going to go back and, and drink oh, it. God. But I do know that the Copper Hog has a couple bottles of it sitting in their refrigerator. So, you know, at $15 a bottle, it's, you know. That's
0: I, not bad for a beer that's, what, how many years old? Four?
1: And, 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 and uh, Three? Never, never mind that. It was $12 when it was released for a 12-ounce bottle. It was a dollar an ounce, which was a little expensive at the time. But, you know, now it's been sitting there aging. Like, next time I go to Copper Hog, I'm ordering that bottle. I, I might not share it, but I'm ordering that bottle. <laughs>
0: I, I wouldn't blame you for not sharing it. So, what are you going to do? You know what? This has been uh,
1: Beer Plus Two.
0: And uh, Plus
1: Two, at least one of us is going to go play D&D for the rest of the night. The other one's going to go play some time to the gym, maybe.
0: Let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. i got to fill this half-growler before mm-hmm. I head out.
1: What are you going to fill it with? Uh, you gonna I be- don't know.
0: I've only had two beers from here. You they were both absolutely freaking amazing. I don't know. They probably have more than just those two beers up mm. there. So
1: I have to check that out. Maybe we should sit here and have some more beers. No, I can't. I got
0: to drive. You should have I, some more beers before I leave. should not have some more beers before I yeah. leave because I have to be somewhere in about twenty five minutes. Uh huh. So and I have to stop somewhere. I always like to bring snacks because I can't go anywhere empty handed. Well, you I can't just... go to a D and D game
1: without snacks. I know.
0: Well, Unless you you're going to it's... your house
1: and then you Kevin purposely... doesn't
0: serve a damn thing. So you Sean like... is the only one that thinks about it. You so.
1: purposely told me Mike never bring food, and it was always a struggle to not bring food. But I knew that she had specifically told me never bring food so I, I made it a point never to bring food well, you probably could have gotten away with it a few times I don't need her mad at me I'm sorry she can be mad at you all she wants but I don't oh, need mad her mad at me. at me what
0: are you talking about it's all good anyway this is Beer Plus 3 uh, I'm signing out I'm signing off too and we love you and we'll talk to you soon Good night. see you later Rick talk at you soon I'm going to have to sit here for at least a little hey Mike It appears I may have dropped my phone and broken it. Can you help? Ow. Ow. Hey, what the hell are you doing? Why are you doing
1: that? Because I'm a very punishment-based person. Fine. I can deal with a cracked screen then. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael
0: Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night.
1: Six dollar Bixing.
0: Oh, sorry, dollar for what?
1: Dollar for six for ten dollars, whatever it is. The cheapest of the cheapest razors, because I don't have much stubble or anything. But you know what I have been trying to do is groom on a daily basis, because you know I I heard someplace recently on a podcast I was listening to it's important if you're trying to look nice to groom that beard on a daily basis. My faux beard
0: yeah you gotta, you gotta be done I, I had to learn the hard way too because I just I keep getting scrangly it's like this is the perfect length right but it gets all scrangly so I use I use a lice comb kind of uh,
1: enough, yeah. to uh, actually comb them, because they're really close together yeah. and they're stainless steel and yeah. of course I've washed it yeah. but
0: it's I have to I have to do that otherwise I'm, it looks
1: terrific I mean but I you know that's because you groom
0: exactly I groom it and I try to get not, unfortunately there's this weird thing it looks like I have a hair lift or something but that's because that's where I sleep yeah. <laughs> and we, when sleeps one tends to drool yes and it, this just won't stick in any other direction so well I mean, it's because you sleep on it I mean, all night like with the I gel palm. the
1: self this palm, this, the self-producing gel that drools exactly. drips from your mouth every night it's, it's good stuff it's so good did stuff. we set this to omnidirectional or is it just it's um, number two okay it's bi-directional but, uh, yeah it's bi-directional, bi-directional like but, but,
0: well let me let me try something real quick Oh, maybe that is better. I don't know. Let's go to number three and see what happens. Oh, wow. Number we'll three it... even better? Probably. Yeah, I think number three is better.
1: Okay, I'll we'll leave it on number three. It'll probably pick we up can... a lot of ambient. We've got yours and we've got mine. We're recording twice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So if anything happens, Rick, we're double-bagging it today just we you. We are.
0: You. We're, 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 we're backing up twice because I fucked up twice. Maybe, so. we,
1: maybe I'll just do that in the future from now on. We'll just... We'll just double record. You know what?
0: It's funny because I use this for my podcast or my D and D game. Yeah. Works perfectly every time. Yeah, the snowball. Yeah, yeah. works perfectly. Gets everybody in the room. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's a lot of crosstalk, so I have to like rewind a lot when I'm listening yeah. to yeah. it. But other than that, it's it works yeah. great. It Which Chris- reminds me, I have to do my prep for this weekend. Yeah, for this weekend. But oh, it's a game. Yeah, our, we're gonna have a special guest. It's gonna be uh, uh, Brandon. Oh, yeah. he's gonna be uh, one of the NPC bad guys. So we try to do our regular episode Sunday? Yeah. I think that's a bad idea. Because okay. we're doing, like, a big turkey dinner yeah. for uh, the, the... the Most
1: of it's going to be cooked the day before, yeah. but
0: yeah. I, we might be able to pull it. I could throw it by no, my wife and no, see no, what, let's, let's see what okay. happens.
1: I just realized it was going to be a horrible idea for me, too, because... Saturday we have Liliana's ballet, so that leaves only Sunday to go visit my mom. Yeah. So we do not have mayo. We do
0: have cream cheese if you want to whatever. Mm. Everyone might hate me later. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> <It's pretty good. laughs> uh, let's do the cream cheese. That's fine. That's fine. Thank you. All right, let's start this thing. We're three minutes in. Well probably more now that you're recording. But um, how about this? Welcome to Beer Plus Three. where we try to solve the world. We'll solve the world's problems one beer at a time. Let me start over. Let's start that again.